welcome to episode 16 of the Afro Excursion Podcast. I am your host, Lionel Harris. On this episode, I am taking you back over to the Troy Music Hall as my wife and I went to go check out the concert of Esperanza Spaulding and Fred Hirsch. Now, I had never heard of the Fred Hirsch gentleman, but from what I learned, he was or is a very popular Grammy-nominated jazz pianist. And, and so the two of them were in collaboration that night. Esperanza Spaulding, young lady. I don't know if she's 100% African-American, but she plays the upright bass. She has numerous Grammy awards. She's been nominated, plus she's won. Probably, I think it said about 11 Grammys that she's won in total and still counting. But we went... Over to the Troy Music Hall again. This time we went just her and I. We didn't go with Frank and Joni. Shout out to those guys again. And we went and we had a stopover at this place called Bootleggers. I don't remember the street name that Bootleggers is situated on. We wanted to have a cocktail before we went. I ordered a just a beer. It was a cherry wheat um, beer that I ordered. And I know my wife ordered just a... Chardonnay wine and Sunday it was a Sunday night so it was interesting because a few of the other places we were going to go and have a cocktail were closed because again it was Sunday night bootleggers was open we figured we'd go in there and check it out we didn't have anything to eat because we had eaten before we left and you know it was the typical bar you know they had um what do you call it? They had darts and all that kind of a stuff in there. And they had some regulars in there because it was a Sunday night. So I believe there was a football game either on earlier or was there was a game coming on. So they had a little bit of a football crowd there. Probably the regulars who come in and check out the place and have a drink and some wings or whatever. Again, we didn't have anything to eat, but we figured we'd come back another day and, and check it out. Because we had heard some pretty good things about the food offerings at that place. Set at our tab, went up over to the theater. We were able to park not too far this time. I remember last time I told you we had to walk a gauntlet to get there. We weren't that far this time, so it was a nice, clean walk. Didn't have to walk through any gauntlets. It was a Sunday night, so it was actually very empty in terms of people out and about. Other than the people going to the show, didn't really see anybody else kind of around. Maybe because, again... Nothing really happening on a Sunday night. We get inside. It's a nice crowd. It's a it's a good mixed crowd. It's an older crowd because now you're talking jazz and it's a different type of element in terms of that. Even when we go to the Saratoga Jazz Festival, it's always a, a different crowd. I'm not going to say sophisticated because I think that's an unfair label to put because not everybody's sophisticated. Just because they're older doesn't mean they're sophisticated. <laughs> anyway, so we had pretty good seats. We were off to the, I guess you would say stage right, if you're standing on the stage, but stage left from where we were sitting. Really good seats, maybe two to three rows back. Could see her really well, see both of them really well, could hear them really well. The only thing about that Troy Music Theater or Troy Music Hall, it kind of reminds me of, maybe think of Abraham Lincoln. Because when you look up top, they have those booth areas up there. You can sit up there and, and look down at the stage. And I had looked at tickets for that, but 
when I was ordering the tickets, I didn't really like where I was going to be sitting, where we were going to be sitting. So I opted not to go up in there. But it made me think of that Abraham Lincoln nonsense with John Wilkes Booth. Remember that? The historical piece of that. Well, I did some research. Here you go. Did you know that in addition to Lincoln and his wife, Mary Todd, there was another couple in the booth with them. It was a woman by the name of Clara Harris and her fiancé, Major Henry Rathbone. Now, the storyline to that is this Clara woman was the daughter of Ira Harris, who was a New York State Assemblyman, Senator. So, local product. She got to know Mary, Lincoln's wife, because they would, you know, rub elbows at different functions and whatever. But I guess as the story goes, Mary had extended an invitation to Ulysses Grant and his wife. And they turned it down because the wife wanted to go visit family, so they couldn't come. She invited some other people, and they all turned it down as well. And so they were lucky enough to get Clara and her fiancé, Major, to, to come that night. Come to find out, when the incident happened, when Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln, Major Rathbone jumped up and tried to grab him, and Wilkes Booth had a knife and a bowie knife. You know, if you've ever seen those bowie knives before, they can be pretty, pretty bad news. And he was able to get away because when he slashed Rathbone, it, he slashed him from his shoulder, it says, down to his elbow, and he severed an artery. And as you know, when you sever an artery, a lot of blood flushes and flows out of there. And so when people ran up there, they thought that the majority of the blood on the ground and on the floor was Lincoln's. And it really wasn't. It was that Rathbone guy. So who knew? I never knew that. I never knew who really sat up in that booth. They don't really ever talk about that. But that's the connection. But as I'm sitting there looking up and looking around, I'm thinking, man, this booth has some you know, some historical significance to it, these booths up in here. This just that whole layout of that place. Overall, it was a really good show. Um, they they were really good together. He played his piano thing. She did her thing with the singing. She did not play her upright bass. As a matter of fact, she didn't even bring it. So they said they were singing from the Great American Songbook. Another research item for that. Technically, it's not even a physical book. The Great American Songbook is just a collection of songs that were sung repeatedly over and over that were very popular from the 20s up and through the 60s, 1920s through 1960s. They were a, a base of songs. They could either been from a, a theatrical production or, or maybe someone had written a song, but these particular songs out of the songbook, per se, are just these very popular songs that are sung over and over, generation after generation. That's the whole thought behind that. I didn't know that. When she said, we're singing from the Great American Songbook, my immediate reaction was, there must be some songbook, physical book, that they get their songs out of. But definitely not. It's not a physical book. Who knew? I didn't know that. Again, the show was really good. It was timely. That show started at 7.30 and it said 90 minutes and they were done at 9 o'clock.
no exaggeration. I was like, yeah, these they ain't playing, man. They came out for one standing O. Came out and sang, I think she did two more songs on the standing ovation. And then they shut it down. They were done by 9.15. Really good night. Really good crowd. Would I go back again? I would go back for a jazz-related concert. As you heard me say on the Donnell Jones, I wouldn't go back again for an R&B show, but I would go back again for a, a jazz-related show. I definitely would. The sound quality was awesome. Our seats were really good. No complaints about the seating. Overall, it was a really great night. Wanted to share that ex excursion with you. I always end the same way. When is when? When are you going to step out and do something different? When are you going to take a chance? Life is super short. Super short. I look forward to having you join me next time. And as always, thank you. Thank you.